Welcome back to the TD Garden in Boston. It's the Hockey East Championship game between Merrimack and Boston University. And the score at the end of the first period is Merrimack 1, BU nothing. Mike Mack here alongside John Leahy. Ian Beauchene joins us from the MacReport.com. And Ian, boy penalties that we've seen in this first period definitely uncharacteristic uh, for the Warriors. They had to kill two earlier. They did get a shorthanded goal, um, but then the two late penalties here. This is a this looks like an early key juncture in the game here, uh, where BU's got Dillinda with a total of a minute 50 of power play time as the two calls were only 10 seconds apart. Uh, they still have a minute and 21 of five on three to start the second period of play. Uh, it feels like you know, that's a key for BU, which has been snake bit in the last couple of nights. They didn't get a goal last night until late into the game when they tied up Providence and then they won force in overtime and uh, they didn't have one in the first period here. It seems like BU has got to get one here during this 5-on-3. Yeah, it's, it's a special teams unit that is struggling. You mentioned not getting one last night. Um, Providence, I thought, did a very good job of defending BU and any chances on the power play. You know, sticks were in lanes and we've seen Merrimack doing that here so far through the opening 20. They're making BU skill guys stay to the outside of the wall. They're not letting them get to the open space. They're not getting into the triangle of the house, as people like to call it, in front of the net. Uh, the defensemen, you know, are playing well enough in front of Olas right now. They're clearing out traffic, and they're allowing the big man to track the puck. And when, when he's able to track the puck, we've seen what he's capable of at different times this year and how well he can play. So definitely a big uh, minute and 21, minute 31 here for the Warriors coming out of the locker room in the uh, second uh, second period. Very different kind of a game here tonight, too, isn't it, uh, compared to the game that New Mass Bowl last night? Yeah, we got really, really a battle. Well, you're right, but really, I mean, a battle start to finish where both teams did not give up an inch. Uh, Merrimack's already had some pretty good scoring chances in this first period, including the goal by Felton, but they had a few other ones as well. I mean, there was a penalty that was called. Uh, it was what, a, uh, a slash on the uh, play where Felton ended up scoring the goal, which means not only did Merrimack score, but they also went right to the power play. They almost scored right after that on the play where they fed uh, Zach Bookman. That would have made it 2 to nothing. but you know that's just an example, I think, of the fact that there's more ice out there to be had tonight than there was last night against Lowell. Yeah, definitely. And I think that speaks to the style of play BU wants to play. We saw last night Lowell wants to muck it up. They want to play that grind-it-out 60-minute type effort. BU is more of a track track meet. And I think Merrimack has done a good job here through the first 20 minutes of slogging it down, clogging up the middle, not allowing guys for BU like Hudson and, you know, Fensori on the back end to jump in and really activate from the uh, from the backside for BU. So uh, B- BU wants to play their style. Merrimack has done a good job through the first 20 minutes despite a couple of penalties. But um, that's something they're definitely going to have to keep up with here. And, you know, we talk about it time and time again. You stick to your style. You play your game, you'll see the results that you want to. I feel like they've got to get goals from some of these other guys. They got one from Capone last night, no question about it, and the line has been scoring on consistent basis with Cypher getting his goal last night, but you know, other than the Capone goal, um, you know, the, the um, that line has been pretty quiet lately. Uh, the, you know, ben Barr's line with Forrest Mark, that line's been a little quiet as well. Even though they've generated good chances, I thought there were times last night uh, that line was one of the best lines on, that they had that was going out there, but they weren't able to break through and, and get a goal. Feels, I mean, this game, put it this way, this game is not going to end one nothing. There's no question about it. So they have to get goals. 
Yeah, and I think getting a goal from a guy like Christian Felton is is huge because you talk about a guy in Ben Brar who's not putting the puck in the back of the net, but if he's setting up goals, and that's just as valuable as you know him actually putting the puck in the back of the net. So uh, to see Brar pick up a point here in the first period, that's great. To see a guy like Felton uh, collect and get on the board early, and we've seen what this Warrior team is. They're a team that likes to play from ahead. They're a better team when they have a lead and they don't have to chase the game and almost feel like they have to cave into the style of play that in this case tonight Boston University wants to play so uh, that's what I'm looking for here in the second period continue to play your game you know in sticks and lanes that's that's the biggest thing this, this BU team strives on being able to move the puck side to side and get guys chasing and they know that if they can get a big man like Hugo Olas moving side to side yeah he might take up a lot of space but sometimes it does take him a little bit longer to maybe track track down a puck or be able to make a read on it if there's more traffic in front of the net so that's what I'm looking for uh, on the BU side of things. So with this power play uh, that's about to extend here to start the second period for BU um I mean, the Merrimack penalty kill's been pretty good lately. They've done everything they've needed to do, and they've also gotten uh, the outstanding goaltending, as you mentioned. Uh, Buck Gill was, was very solid last night, and we had the debate before the game. Who do you start in the game? They're both playing so well. And, uh, of course, Olas was coming off that double overtime one nothing last weekend. So he could have made a case for either guy. I think the... As all of us discussed this, we decided that ultimately it wasn't going to make a difference in the game and it probably made more sense to just go with the rotation that they've been going with. And sure enough, it, it paid off. Olaf's back in the nets again tonight. And he's done his job. Uh, I think that the, the streak is up to 193 minutes and 20 seconds right now, if I have that right. As, uh, Olaf has, has again done everything. He came in around 174. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. Yeah. He came into tonight with about 174 minutes of uh, without allowing a goal. So you had another 20 minutes onto that. We're approaching the 200-minute mark. If we get to the first TV timeout, you got 200 minutes without giving up a goal. So, um, But you mentioned the Merrimack penalty kill. Your goaltender's got to be your best penalty kill, especially in the postseason. If you've got a goaltender that's making stops when you're down a man, down two men in this instance here, like Merrimack would be for the first minute 21 coming out of the second period, that's a good issue to have when your goaltender's making stops. Merrimack as a team tonight, or coming into tonight, excuse me, the 10th in the country on the power, uh, on the penalty kill, 95 for 113 on the season, so it has been a strength of this team, and we've seen what it's capable of. And again, it's really gone up then because it was it wasn't that high uh, not so long ago, but lately it's been outstanding. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with you know play down the stretch. You know, guys might be looking looking a little bit ahead to this time of the year, the playoffs. You know, play might get a little bit lackadaisical at times and, and different things like that. So, uh, but again, Olas has been strong. You need him here, you know, opening minute and a half plus, uh, because you know BU's going to come out not only because they're down a goal, they got a two-man advantage, and it's a fresh sheet of ice. Same time, fresh sheet of ice. Sometimes pucks move a lot quicker than you would expect if you're on the punt play. By the way, with a one nothing lead over Harvard, and uh, also uh, Canisius leading Holy Cross one nothing, so that's your out of town. Well, uh, Ian, before we let you go, uh, one final thing. It feels like they've got to start, you know, this one goal a night or one goal in regulation, whatever that we've seen the uh, last few times out. That it's, it's, especially where the NCAA tournament is right around the corner, it looks like there's a very good chance that they would make it. Uh, again, depending on everything else we talked about it so much, but. Uh, you know, I don't think you can go into the NCAA tournament having only scored, what, two or three goals in your Hockey East tournament. Yeah. No matter what ends up happening, they got to find ways to, to get even better chances for these other guys and, and to start putting more pucks in there. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Offense, offense is definitely something that comes along, and you know, when you're shorthanded four different times in the first period, your offense doesn't really have a chance to get out there and establish themselves. So, um, I'm interested to see how the second period goes here, and if Merrimack is able to uh, to keep up and keep doing what they've done so far through the opening 20. You know, I think this is more more than likely it's going to be a race to four because BU at times this year, if they don't reach four goals, more than likely they don't win the hockey game. So um, obviously that's asking a lot of a team that scored just five or uh, four goals here in the first you know five and a half seven seven periods of hockey uh, in the playoffs. But we'll see. All right, Ian. Thanks as always. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, you're ready for the Mac report again tonight? Yep, I am. You can find me on Twitter at Ian Bow. That's at I A N B E A. You can also go to www.themacreport.com. Uh, myself and Mike McMahon both here in the building. So, uh, tag team effort. Excellent. Thanks, Ian. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, guys. Let's uh, let's enjoy the last forty. All right, Ian Boshin, our guest here with the score: Merrimack one, Boston University nothing. Second period uh, will be underway shortly. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.